Welcome to Modern Day, Episode 1, a podcast that celebrates curiosity as a tool for success. On this podcast, guests discuss what drives their motivation for change, how they've overcome obstacles, and the best lessons they've learned that we can apply to our own lives. New episodes are published each week, and each episode builds on the next. This week's episode is all about taking risks and how we may recognize the right time to take that risk. As my first guest, I have Sam, who is a colleague, friend, and someone who has taken plenty of risk in her career, but isn't done yet. Hey, well, thanks so much for coming on this podcast. I'm super excited. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm super excited to have this um, risk as the first topic of the podcast because I just think it's so perfect considering doing this podcast has been a thought for how long? Uh, very, very long time. Very. very long time. Yeah, and I think that this has just been kind of a, a work in process for like the last two years or so when we first started talking about doing this podcast and finally it's, you know, coming to its itself and, and growing. So it's really, really exciting. But it's also a risk for me because I think I was like so nervous and always made excuses as to why I couldn't do it at that moment. So this is exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to talk about also in this podcast, the 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 idea of how it came to be just as far as an introduction. Um, and I think we were just like talking one day and then, you know, it, as usual, our conversations just kind of like went on and on and on. And then I guess it turned into, we should do a podcast, right? I guess we had so much to say. Yeah, well, um, you know, I think that we have a lot of um, great topics. We're always talking about things and how we could change the world and um, taking that risk, basically. And I think that for both of us, um, I think we both have pretty good and uh, big dreams that we want to accomplish. And I think one of the things that you wanted to be able to do is this podcast for, I think, over two years. So I think it's, you know, I, you know, I think both of us have been in a position where when is the right time? You know, when is the right time to, to follow or chase this dream? And um, what are the risks involved in that? You know, and sometimes um, our environment is really the driving force. Right. So for me, um, I guess, um you know, making sure that I have a supportive system around me to be able to drive that. And I think for you, that's kind of what pushed you to doing this, this podcast, right, is making sure that you had that, you know, support system and somebody that's going to push you. And, you know, the, the right times always, you know, you can't always wait for the right time, because I think, I think for us waiting for anything to be perfect is always going to be almost unreachable. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And I think that one of the other things, you know, that was kind of holding me back was the fact that I always made an excuse that oh, it's not the right time because I have to do this for work or I was really committed to one project or another project. And it sort of took over my life and probably went too far to the point where I was, you know, so obsessed with those projects that I like wouldn't even think about anything else. But, you know, also the fact where, where you were, you know, you just come to this point where, you know, you you don't, I don't think I even knew what I wanted it to be about. Cause I know we were talking about topics and then it was like, it was funny for a while. And then it was like, Oh, you know, we'll name it this or we'll do this, or it'll be fueled on, you know, these types of moments that arise. And then we kind of 
finally kept talking about it. And then that's when I started settling on, this is kind of what I want it to be. Like, I want it to be a podcast where we can talk about, you know, different, different industries and how they've, they all come together and how, you know, as humans, we're just so connected and, you know, we all have certain things that make us tick and, and make us drive, you know, have this drive for motivation and, and change and how we're going to do that in our industries. And I think that there's so much that we can learn from other people. And there's so many things that I like to learn from other people. And I know, you know, that I ask a ton of questions all the time and, and I'm incredibly curious. And I think that that's an incredible tool to have, especially when you're, you know, facing the, the industries of, of tomorrow and, and battling through the ones of today. So um, I think that's been been really fun to sort of hammer out the details of it all. And I'm really excited finally at the very end. But I think it also stemmed from what was something that I wish I had in my own life and a podcast that I wish I could really, really relate to. And and that's what I'm really determined, hopefully, to have um, going forward a really great podcast where people can really relate to it and have a lot of questions that are answered. And so it's going to be fun. But like I said, um, or like you said, um, perfectionism is one of the biggest things that holds you back. And and I guess now, since there's so much going on in the world and so many ne- negative things, that this is the best time to start it because you always try to make something you know, good come out of something maybe not so good. So this is, this is exciting and no fear at this point, right? Exactly. And you know what, I'm glad you brought up fear because, um, you know, I have a few years over you, right? So (laughs) just kind of, um, you know, you kind of throw that fear to the side and and you, you start taking risks in your personal life and also obviously legal risks, but uh, risks in your personal life and also your professional life. And, you know, um, you meet people um, on your path to success and you learn a lot from them and, um, and you learn, you know, what you, you should do, what you shouldn't do. And, and, you know, all the people that you surround yourself with that are successful, you see that they do take risks and they take, you know, obviously, some of them don't take a large step in the beginning. They take small steps, which is which is completely fine because I understand, I mean, from my own risk taking over the years, um, you know, you, you have to think about family. How is this going to affect my family? How is this going to affect, you know, um, what I'm doing personally right now, you know, if I take this professional leap? And, and so it's always a balancing act. And, you know, kind of going back to, you know, there's some big plans that I want to be able to fulfill before my career is over. And, um, you know, those are something that, you know, I can't I don't want to wait to do anymore because, you know, it's it's um, it's kind of interesting. There's um, there's something that I'm planning big that is, you know, that's been in my mind um, in the making for about 10 years. And it's and it's just I'm just thinking, when is the right time to do this? Right. And so you know, when we kind of talked about this podcast, I was like, you know what, your, you know, my, my drive for you to get the podcast going, because you've, you've just been talking about it. And we've always talked about it, laughed about it, been very serious about it, um, has also pushed me to take this risk of my, you know, my next step. So um, it's really interesting, because it's all about your um, supportive network, you know what I mean, as well. So you have, people that you're surrounded with um, that provide you that fuel for your passion and keep you going and, you know, and challenge you to take that risk. Right. So I like to be 
uncomfortable, you know, um, most of the time. So this way I'm always, you know, challenging myself. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. The support system is incredibly important when you're taking any kind of risk, whether it's personal or professional. And um, and and I think that's that's crucial. And I think I've noticed, you know, one of the biggest factors holding me back with this podcast and, and also moving me forward was the, the people that I had around me. And at one point I was like, oh, you know, if the people around you aren't challenging yourself or aren't excited for life or aren't chasing something, it almost makes you not want to do any of those things. So you almost become dormant inside. All of your your ambitions and abilities become dormant inside. And that's why I think motivation in the workplace and in, in personal life is so important because we all have so many amazing abilities and so many qualities that we can capitalize on in different ways. And, and, and to, to receive that motivation is, is incredibly, it's an incredible amount of fuel that you can to just get going. And one of the things that I think I noticed when, you know, I was doing a project in a different area, I remember thinking, you know, there's so many people around me that are just you know, striving and so ambitious to do their different projects. And they all were so supportive of one another. I remember thinking like, what am I waiting for? And sometimes it's that like one moment in your life where you sort of realize, you know, like seriously, though, what am I waiting for? What, what could possibly be the more perfect time? Or does it have to be a perfect time? Or how many things happen in this non-perfect time? And, and they're just, they end up unfolding in the most organic way. And I think that starting this podcast, you know, even though we've talked about it for so long, taking the risk to do it now versus later, or when I may know more, or maybe I'll go backwards in time and know less, I don't know. But um, I don't think it would have made it any better or worse, because this is the moment in time where I think it'll make the most change, even if it just makes a change, you know, in a few people's lives or if a few people like to listen to it versus, you know, the whole world or something like that. So I think it's really just about putting it into a, a really, really humble perspective, but, um, but also, you know, like really taking hold of, of what you like to do and, and, and what could really help in, in a way that is in within your capacity. And so that was really, really important to me. And, and I know that that support system at home. And then of course, in, um, you know, my friend life, like with you and, and a few other friends that I've had that are really kind of pushing me to do it, where it was kind of like the driving force, like, what are you waiting for? Right, exactly. And um, I think, I, you know, you have to continue to challenge yourself. Um, uh, so, you know, this whole risk taking and um, just being surra- surrounded by people that are very supported, supportive of you, whether you either, you know, you end up, you know, succeeding really big, really large, or, um, or failing really large, it doesn't matter, you know, just like we had been talking about, those don't matter because you took the risk and anything that is going to provide you an amount of success or failure is, is all about risk, right? Otherwise you're kind of just stagnant and, um, and you just kind of cling to just this um, monotonous like life, you know? And so um, I had, you know, I was, you know, I was actually very, um, Uh, let's say I have, I had a a very great mentor, right? Um, And I just spoke to him recently. And, uh, you know, I shared with him, you know, I want to take this risk, right? And, um, and he said, you know what, I did that when I was working, 
1998, he said, and basically sold his company 10 years later. So, you know, you, I think I think the fear sets in when you think about, OK, I'm going to go ahead and do this, but I don't want anybody to know that I failed or I don't, you know, so you kind of do it quietly. And um, and and for him, he, he told me he's like, it's OK if you fail because then you learn from it. And um, so I've had plenty of failures in my life and I've learned from it, um, which actually makes me prepared for bigger and better challenges. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with that. I mean, I just think about in my own life, the failures that I have tried to, you know, overcome and, and things that I've worked on. A big project of mine was this social entrepreneurship platform that unfortunately was never really able to take off, even though I think the idea is was and still great. I just, the climate wasn't ready for it. And coming to terms with that, because I mean, starting a company, starting a business or starting any kind of project that you're doing is kind of like, it's like your baby. Like you want to work and you don't ever want to give up on it, but sometimes you kind of have to come to terms with it. And when I did finally come to terms with it, I remember realizing, you know, I, I took this risk, which is incredible. And I know there's a huge chunk of people in this world that would never have taken that kind of risk. There's another chunk of the people in the world that did take the risk, ended up with the exact same outcome. So I'm not alone. And I think that was, um, it was incredibly, it was wonderful for me to be able to, to, to come to terms with that. But then also you, you, you learn so much of it that I think I wanted to apply all of those lessons to the T to every other project of my life. And, you know, you can't always do that. Everything is not some rigid mold. You kind of have to loosen everything up a little bit and, and apply it in a, in a better way. And, and so that was also really good for me. But what was also hard for me, I think, moving on from college and into more of my professional career was really kind of coming to terms with the fact that people don't always celebrate their failures, that they focus on the successes because that's what makes them look so good. But what we really, really need is for people to talk about the fact that, yeah, I mean, I tried this and it totally flopped or I did that and it flopped or, you know, whatever it is, because we're all in it together and everybody has those failures, you know, whether it's, I mean, anything, anything. And it's so important to talk about it because we need to know that we're together in all of this. And, you know, it happens to everybody. I mean, you, you hear things and that's one of the things that I don't necessarily like about social media is that you always see this most beautiful picture of somebody's life. And it's like farthest from the truth. And when you're taking risk, you think the first thing, what if I fail? Or what if I'm not going to be that good? Or what if I fail and other people notice? Or what if I fail and people don't like it? Or what if it's kind of good, but not that good, and then people notice? I mean, those all of those what ifs are every reason for you not to do it, but there's so many more reasons for you to do it. And just to take that risk means that you have so much more courage than anybody standing next to you. And whether or not it's a podcast or a, an idea at work or, you know, something in your personal life, a book club, anything, what it is, when you share things that are going on that, believe me, most people can relate to, there is somebody out there that needs to hear what you have to say. And so that's why it's so important for us to use our voice. And um, that's what I'm trying to do here. And hopefully it'll it'll resonate with with you know, someone out there that, that will say, this has been really good for me. And, and, and that's what I do. And, and part of it is also surrounding yourself with people that are incredibly supportive. And I know that you've said this before, I only surround myself with awesome people. I think you said it just like that. And I was like, 
thinking, do I surround myself with awesome people? And hopefully I think I do. But, you know, that was one of the things that really resonated with me. It's really who you surround yourself with. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and you, you know, you, as you progress in your career and in, and, and also your personal life, you start to kind of, you know, not have the kind of patience you used to have, um, where you were more, um, obsessed with quantity of people around you instead of quality. And as you get older, I believe, you know, for me, um, as you get older, um, quality is definitely, something that I strive for looking at, um, you know, all of my the colleagues that I'm really good friends with. I mean, uh, you know, I have um, customers that I've become really good friends with, and they invite me to dinner. And, you know, and, and we, you know, they, they consider you family. And so, you know, what, so basically, when you're, you're taking the risks, and you're, 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 um, you know, um, adding extra hours to your day, it's because you're, you see these people as family. So you want to take those extra steps. So I w- actually wanted to talk to you a little bit, or if you can give me some a l- little bit of insight on, you know, your, your first venture, right? The, um, your first venture and you were still in college, right? So you were, yeah, pretty, yeah. you were doing that. And tell me like, what was the drive? Like what made you feel like you wanted to kind of put this out there and see where it went? Well, I think I sort of fell into it. I was like desperately looking for an internship and I sort of fell into this software company that um, is called Donor Community that was bought by Ariva and um, and they basically create CRM for um, small to medium nonprofits. They're an incredibly cool company. Um, the, the CEO is one of my really good friends and, um, and we still talk all the time, even though I'm not involved anymore, but we, I was really talking to him one day and, you know, he's a really incredibly philanthropic person. Um, he has a really big heart. And so I was talking one day and I was like, you know what, it's incredible that we have, you know, so many different social platforms and so many different ways you can give and donate, but it's not all integrated. And, you know, with CRM, like you're talking a lot about integration it's one of the biggest things. And so, well, I said, you know, we need to create a a platform where we can integrate socially, but we can also crowdfund and, and people. And my biggest thing is education. And I think there's so many different social issues out there ranging from bullying to, you know, eating disorders to anything online to, you know, and I was thinking, I was like, we have to educate so many people because I think without education is where you start to lose everybody. And, you know, it's so easy to judge on other people, what other people are going through. And I remember saying, you know, we need to create a platform where you could log in and create an account and basically choose some social issues that matter to you or that you're interested in and really just educate yourself and learn about them. And that was such a big thing for me because I was going through so many things. You know, when you're on college campus, you're you're so exposed to so many people's different ideas, the clubs, you know, things that are people are going through. And I remember wanting to learn so much about it because I didn't really know a lot about different things that were going on. And for me, that was a drive. I was like, if I don't know a lot, then I'm sure somebody else in this world doesn't know a lot. So let's create a really great community filled with people that really are interested in learning and changing the world. And I remember talking to somebody and they were, they were about a nonprofit. I think they were out, out of Arizona and, you know, they were like, we believe in changing the rhetoric in everyday's life because what people do for social change in their communities 
I mean, that eventually goes up to Washington. And that is where, you know, you will change the way the leaders make these decisions. So it's all this big, you know, connection and trail that is going through. And you see this right now, right? We're what we're doing right now. And and I was like, that's so powerful. And that's why we wanted to create this this great, great platform. I think the problem was um at the moment that it just I don't think that we were quite ready for that kind of change. Um, and I think maybe one day we could definitely revisit it. I think it would be a very powerful tool to, to use, but, um, you know, sometimes you're ready, but the world isn't quite there yet. And, um, so that was my motivation. I just really wanted there to be a voice for the, for the people that were striving to have that voice. And the nonprofit community out there is incredibly big. Um, and they have incredibly big hearts and it was something that I really was very passionate about showcasing and I still am. So, um, and that was it. That's why I took, I took the risk because I was like, I'm going to do it because I really, you know, I want to learn more, but, um, I also want to create a platform for other people to learn. And that was a really big deal. And I remember, I mean, there was so much risk involved, but it was one thing that I remember, like, I remember saying to myself saying, every time I'm nervous, I'm going to, I'm going to replace the word nervous with excited. So every time I had to go into a meeting where I would sit across the table and mind you, I was like 22 years old, 21 years old in college. And I would sit across the table with these guys that were, they were all men and they were worth several millions of dollars, several hundreds of millions of dollars. And I would sit across the table and they would come to the meeting totally and completely unprepared because they would think, what does this person have to do or to say to me? I mean, come on, really. But they would come unprepared. I would use them as my, I would use that as my weapon. Their, their unpreparedness was my weapon because I knew that I had the upper hand at that point because they weren't taking me seriously. Catch them completely off guard and they would be completely blown away. And I was not like ever nervous to talk to them or I was just excited because I, I was driven by passion and excitement and 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 motivation to 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 bring some sort of change to the world and and a new rhetoric to a lot of the problems that were going on. Yeah. So that was something that really fueled me. And you know, um, I think you touched on a point right there. The world isn't ready for it, right? Sometimes the world isn't ready for it, but you're ready for it, and you're ready to see, you know, what what kind of reaction that's going to have. And. Um, you know, I am a huge fan of lightning articles. Um, so when they tell me that it's about two to three minutes to five minutes, I'm all aboard those articles. And so I was reading this article the other day, and um, it was about uh, a really large company today. The CEO of this company started um, this company a long time ago, probably like 10 years ago, maybe a little bit over. And um you know, uh, he just kind of used it in his small circle of friends and they thought it was neat, but, um, you know, it, it didn't gain too much traction. But now it's one of the largest companies in the world and everybody pretty much uses the um, uses this platform, right, for social media. And so, you know, uh, I would say, you know, you took the risk and you learned a lot from it. So that is a success in itself, right? Just learning from all of that and being... Um, present um at that that table in front of all those um you know all of those those folks that you needed to to sell this to right and so don't give up on it because like you said it might not have been the right time but there will be a right time and um i think that is definitely you know um based on you know world events and what's happening it's you know um 
you resurrect that dream. Well, it actually never died. So you'll bring that back. Right. And, um, and yeah. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be a better time to have that platform or have that, that drive um, to showcase that again. And now it's going to be met with, you know, a, you know, actual buy-in, you know, and all this and make it a, a huge, huge success, even though it was a personal success. I mean, you were so young, right? Taking that risk. Yeah. I mean, I could tell you when I was that age, um, I was not thinking like that. You know, I was thinking, how do I get, you know, how do, how do I just get through pharmacy school, you know? And so, yeah. um, you know, so you taking that huge risk. I mean, I, I don't know many people that would have done that and, and have the gumption and have the moxie to be able to present this idea in front of all these, you know, these folks that are, uh, multimillionaires and, um, you know, and, and without fear, right? So you took that risk, you learned a lot. And um, I think that that's a success. And I think that it will be successful one day. Yeah, I thank you. I mean, that that really, that's good to hear. And, and that's another thing that I wanted to talk about, too, is just, you know, you have to stay alert and being alert of the things that are going on around you can can harness that sort of motivation that you need to build up the courage and take the risk to instigate any kind of change and whatever you want. And so I think that's incredibly important. Um, so one of the things, I mean, if you're going to take a risk, just stay alert, because a lot of the times the people that take the risk to create whatever kind of change they do, I mean, it's stemming from something emotional, and they're able to harness that, you know, feeling and, and their qualities to capitalize on on that that risk whatever it is so um i think that's finding out what you what makes you tick and why it makes you tick and how what you can do to change that and and what risk you can take and the platform that you're going to use to do that is incredibly important so it's it's exciting and 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 risk is good it's it has a negative connotation but it hopefully will change that and and you know people hear the word risk and and suddenly it'll have a, a much more positive connotation to it right and i think you know going back to what you said earlier about celebrating failures right i think that is extremely important because i think that's what prevents people from taking that you know that leap is is that um you know they they feel if it's not going to be super successful and we're not going to be amazon the next day um, you know, people tend to, um, throw a bunch of excuses in front of it. And I think that, um, you know, I think that we, um, you know, I think that everybody has great ideas, right? Everybody has great ideas and, um, you know, or they can find the ability to have those great ideas. Cause you know, we're, we're all very curious, right? And so I think that taking that next step, um, and, having the ability to be surrounded by people that say, you know what, I know you want, you were expecting something out of this and, you know, success, a lot of success for this, but you know what, you did it. That's something that I would not have been able to do. Some of the conversations that I have with my family, I think I'm the most risk taking in my entire family and I have six brothers <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and they never really, um, you know, moved that far away from home, they never, you know, um, took the kind of risks that I've taken in my life professionally and um, personally. And, um, you know, they, they look up to me, right. And I'm like, 
the second youngest of, of the whole entire family. And I'm the only female. And so they look at me and they're like, they're just in awe, you know, that I've taken these, these risks. And, you know, and sometimes um, there's, you know, I take it because I'm comfortable being uncomfortable. And so I want to continue to strive. I want to continue to have uh, a group, um, you know, part of it is really my support system. I have a great group of professional um, people that, um, you know, lift me up, even if it was a really terrible idea or, <laughs> or a very good idea. So I think that that is, that's how you really bounce back from things. Because I think if you, you know, we can go down the route of people that are not supportive of you and, you know, that's where your, your, your dream and your motivation dies, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I completely agree. So if you were to give somebody advice on risk, what would be your biggest advice? I would say um, that take the risk and surround yourself with the best people possible. To keep it alive. Yeah, I keep agree with that. And, um, and they're going to be there if you fall or if you're successful. And those are the type of people that you definitely want to be around. Because you don't want to just be around people that will want to just celebrate your success because you don't know what kind of, you know, that's a different, obviously that's a different podcast, but you, yeah. know, you, you, you want genuine friends that's going to lift you up, even if you're having a really bad day, not just celebrate because you just continue to um, have these successes and wins. I completely agree. Well, Thank you so much for joining me on this first episode. I think it was a ton of fun. Um, next week, we'll talk to an amazing person who took the risk to start her own consulting company in business aviation. We'll be talking to her about how she went about starting the consulting business in this industry, her challenge, and how she's been able to overcome them. So we're really excited for that. And tune in next week. Thank you. Thanks, Sue. Thank you. Thank you.